up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of the Southern Sauce Podcast. I am your host, Father Francis, and I have here with me today... Go ahead, Sean. Your other host, Sean, Boogie, whatever you want to call me. And... Whitney. And Sean. Whitney and Sean in the house. Thanks, y'all, for coming by. Thank you for having us. Yes, ma'am. Um... All right. Well, we are in rotation of having everyone here, and Whitney and Sean came to bless us today. So it is a uh, Sunday, our recording day. Usually when we, when we record, um, and uh, had Sean and Whitney over for dinner. It was great. Thanks. Lovely dinner. Excellent. I'm glad y'all liked it. And uh, Nina said, "Should we ask them to do a podcast?" And I says, "Well." Let's just have them over for dinner to hang out. And then if it happens, it happens. But it was the ace up my sleeve, though. <laughs> well, it happened. <laughs> we did it. That's right. That's right. So I figured, you know, um, we we haven't had, we, we hang out as a big group, mm-hmm. but I haven't had y'all over um, just as y'all's family and our family. So glad to make it happen. Yeah, it's been mm, fun. Appreciate it. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. Excellent. So how y'all been? I'm doing good. How's everything? Yeah, steady rolling. Steady rolling. What's up with you, Boogie? Uh, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm back from my hiatus from this this podcasting thing because yeah. I was like Black Panther waking up out the ice. <laughs> I was just busy. So, I mean, yeah. school, I haven't recorded one since school started, huh? Man, you haven't recorded for, I don't know, four episodes or so? Yeah. Yeah. But well, I'm thinking like grand scheme in like real lifetime. It's like, hasn't been since school started. I don't know. I think the last episode was at the beginning of the summer with the, the beginning of the summer with Brian. Yeah, yeah. Done that, so yeah. Well, we had some adults on here, and um, like I said, we're in rotation, so I had everyone. Um, I don't say everyone. We had the people that wanted to be on here like really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So we kind of went off to the adult end of it. But you know, this is like it's very, very dynamic, and it is what it is. You know. Um, then we had one with me and her friend. So it's just wherever, wherever it goes. Oh, yeah, that was a thing, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's ever-evolving. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just an experiment, and we're just here to see what, just see what, where it goes. Chat it yeah. up. Yeah, chat it up. Yeah. So, um, what, what have you guys thought so far about, like, the previous episodes? I personally think it's been really cool. Okay. I think it's, it's um, neat seeing what you're putting together and... Having everybody come in and getting different viewpoints on different topics has been really neat. Okay. Yeah, me, I I enjoy y'all's content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's one thing, because like, I'm a big consumer of podcasts. Okay. I listen to a wide variety of them, right? So okay. it's, it's really, really cool to have a friend jump off into this space and, and do his thing. It's, it's, it's interesting. And I guess like that would influence my connection to it a little bit further than some of the other podcasts that I listen to. Understood. And that's then that's why well that's not the main reason I started it, but it's the main reason why I jumped into it. Because, you know, Sean talked about it and his friend talked about it and then I realized it's a good platform and then like like yourself, yeah. I listen to podcasts a lot. And um different different podcasts I listen to. But usually when I have went through one, there's something out of it. 
that I'm trying to share with somebody mm-hmm. yep. or something that I heard that I want to talk with somebody else with the to get their viewpoints. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can do that. You know, I can. Absolutely. Yeah, we can do, we can do that. It's not bad. So um, what podcast you listen to, Sean? Oh, anyways, we got Big Sean here. Takes that back. Big Sean and then Little Sean. Sean. Yeah, got to clarify that. <laughs> well, that's that's going to be the whole thing. Yeah. I might answer the question, too, on accident. So we'll <laughs> refer, Sean I'll refer to as Boogie, as I always do. And then, of course, Big Sean. Cool. So what podcast do you listen to? Uh, it's a wide variety of different things, man. Um, I guess the, uh, my biggest mainstays are going to be the JRE podcast. Okay. Um, here lately, I've been delving off into some red pill content just to see what's over there. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's. I just listen to it for entertainment purposes. I don't buy into anything of what they're preaching or what they're, you know, what they hold on to their I- ideologues or whatever. Mm. Um, I also get off into a lot of comedy podcasts. This past weekend, um, Tiger Belly, uh, Bad Friends podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love those. Who who does the Tiger Belly? Uh, that's Bobby Lee. Yes, yeah. I listen to Bobby Lee. And Theo Vaughn together. I yeah. love Theo Vaughn. Hilarious. Idiots. Mm. <laughs> idiots. I'm like, man, I wish I could get away talking like that. Yeah, no, right? like, idiots. What about you, Whitney? Do you listen to podcasts? I am not a big podcast girl. I'm a music girl. I listen to a lot of music and I do a lot of reading. Um, okay. But podcasts have never been anything I've really gotten into. But I do understand the appeal of podcasts. You know, different perspectives from different people all over you know, different genres and okay. I, I get why people like them so much. I do. It's just never been anything that I've gotten really heavy into. Not like Sean, big Sean. Okay. Um, I, I felt the same way for a long time. And what got me into podcast was Mike Tyson. Mm. Yep. Because all I knew Mike Tyson, all I knew about Mike Tyson was he was an animal mm-hmm. and we knew what we, they told we, us. Yeah, mm-hmm. we we grew up watching him, and you know, my dad would like let me watch the fight, but the pre-fight stuff, like, nah, you can't watch this stuff mm-hmm. because he was like that bad. Like he's, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to you until you love me and all this other <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike Tyson, I'm Not like maybe age appropriate, you know, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So like, I was on Instagram, and then. There, like Mike Tyson had a podcast, which he had out for has he had it, or it's been going for what? How long? I don't know. Six or seven years. Yeah, now? Oh, years, wow. years. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm in the podcast world. I'm I don't know second year in of of a listener. Okay. And when I heard Mike Tyson talking about his life, like it was just an Instagram snippet or something. I was like, dang, Mike Tyson's talking about his life, and he's all humble and all this stuff now. And that's what got me into it. And then him and Joe Rogan, and then. Now I'm just discovering yeah, everywhere. I so. will say, I, I guess because of Sean and just social media in general, I have seen and heard a lot of Joe Rogan's, you know, podcasts, snippets of it, things like that. And, you know, he talks about some real stuff, some really like, you know, taboo stuff sometimes that not a lot of people are talking about, which is nice. It's nice to hear mm-hmm. people in the industry, especially, you know, talk about not falling in line with the whole industry on everything. So. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives you a little bit of hope that not everybody thinks the same way. and Yeah. 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 What about you, Boogie? I think I'm the same way as Whitney with the whole music thing. I feel like I'm so attached to music to the point where it's like, 
I like I've tried to listen to podcasts before and I've listened to a couple, but like they'll never keep me I don't say they'll never, but they haven't kept me as entertained or as invested as music has ever done for me before. Mm. I think I use music in a younger age as an escape. And I think now it is kind of the soundtrack to my life, exactly. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I'd give everything away, all tech away, if I could just keep music. Mm-hmm. Music has saved me in ways that um, nothing ever has come, you know, comparable to it. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I relate a thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big music head, too. Oh, yeah. And I so think all of us are. It's really. a balance. That's definitely one of the things we've bonded over is music and um, everybody's got different tastes. Y'all have shown me different music, and I've made y'all listen to country, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Big country fan? I grew up with country. That was kind of heart and soul growing up, you know. I grew up in Arkansas, and um, country was huge. I just went and saw Shania Twain yeah, uh, last month in New Orleans, and it was fantastic. It was See? awesome. And we talked about that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I He's like, name one country artist. I'm like, Shania Twain's like one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. I, remember, I remember my mom listening to that. Yep. <laughs> and look, she went to the concert, and I, I saw a lot of people that went yes, to that concert. we had a lot of posted. people down there. Yeah, we they really posted. Did. A lot of people I knew posted they went to that concert. It was a bucket list thing for me, for sure. You know, I, it's 25 years she's been in the industry and she's still you know she's gone through a lot she's come out of it and she's different i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna say that it was exactly the same as what we grew up listening to from her but she still put on a heck of a show so oh she has new music she does she just dropped a new cd which is a cd i just aged myself there didn't i cd CD is crazy did you get it did you get it from circuit city Yeah, she's released new music. That was the the actual sh- uh, tour this year was um, that album uh, highlighting that album. Yes, um, but she of course she played a lot of her old stuff because that's what everybody was there mm-hmm. for. So wow, yeah, okay. Ooh, I'm she looking looks at incredible this artist, too. she's yeah, this is country country. She looks absolutely. <laughs> uh, I can tell just looking at. I don't. Her. I don't think it's country country. It's truly really not. She it's was like one pop of country. She was one of the yeah, first artists so that did country. that crossover. She kind of set the standard for Taylor Swift to be where she mm, is today. Yeah, truly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, country will always be kind of like heart the heart for me. It was hey, where all my music loving started, and then we just you know took off when I was able to get my hands on music myself. So, okay. I don't listen to a lot of country, very minimal, but there are some country songs that I do love. They just slap, you know, they're yeah. good. You yeah. can't help but like them. I mean, like in some of the older country singers who talk about like getting the work done, yeah. and, pick up trucks you know, and, and cheat and next from sun up to sun down, <laughs> sun down. I'm like, yeah, I'm you can't like, help but relate, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay. You know, Makes I'm down now. It. It, yeah. it really does. Yeah. Uh, so, Sean, what about you? More podcasts, more music, mix, mix. If I'm in the car by myself driving around, I'm always going to have a podcast on. Okay. Always, yeah. Okay. I rarely ever listen to music whenever I'm driving around by okay. myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just helps me pass the time better. Uh, whenever I don't have a comedy podcast on, I'm generally listening to something that's going to expand my consciousness. Yeah. That's what I'm definitely about is... Um, hearing things that hearing other views and hearing like you see these people who they're actors, they're musicians, they're entertainers, and then you get that you get only that 
and then they come on here and you hear them talk. Right. And you're like, okay. They're a whole person. Yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. okay. They, they got things that they thought about and deal with, yeah. and, you know. So it's very interesting. It's intriguing to mm-hmm. me. To, very much, yeah. To, you know, and at and the same time, I'm trying to, like, figure out, okay, how do they think and how does that affect them being successful? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what Like what do they do like or what do they think about? Yeah, it's like, like, how do they maintain what they do professionally that makes all this money and what's the human factor behind all mm-hmm. that? So, you know, it's just discovery. And yeah. I can wear music out, too. Well, and that's like what I, I go around the say. block of music and I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I, I'm worn out. Like, I don't even want to hear it anymore. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. So, so yeah. I, I can understand that. I think it it depends on what you're listening to. Because knowing your music, you do have a good variety. Mm-hmm. But, like, at the, same, at the same time, like, let's see. What's under your belt? You got trap, you got R&B. I try to listen a little bit of everything. So... You know, it's just it's just all over the place. If I ever feel like I'm getting stale, I always switch genres, mm-hmm. and I usually survive. That enlightenment that Big Sean was just talking about, I definitely get that from music. Yeah, I can listen to a song multiple times and hear something different every time, or apply it to my life or what I'm going through yes. in a completely yes. different way. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, that's why music's always just kind of been. Like my therapy, you know, and it's always readily available. Right, I can access right. it now as easy as picking up my phone. Whereas back in the day, you had to have cassette tapes or CDs. <laughs> <laughs> had to have that Walkman. Yeah. yeah. Had to wait till it came on the radio, hit record on your mm-hmm. tape deck. Um, y'all, y'all been to a lot of so, so you went to the Shania Twain concert. I did. Did y'all go like all together or? I went with um. Uh, a friend of mine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, but you guys just went to Atlanta to go see another show. We did. Yeah. We went and saw Gavin DeGraw in concert. Okay. Um, he is kind of like pop bluesy, kind of folky. Um, he's somebody that I've listened to since I was in high school. Okay. So this was kind of, I think I enjoyed it more than anybody. And it was technically, you know, Payson's birthday present. So let's, let's not just lie about it here. This, she absolutely enjoyed it more than anybody yeah. else that went. I, this is the concert that I think I was on my feet the most. I was really? screaming at the top of my lungs. I knew every song that he was singing. And he, he was fantastic, though. He is a performer. You can tell that he is seasoned. He's been doing this for a long time. He's very real, too, because he was talking about how... Um, Gavin did the, I don't know if you ever saw One Tree Hill used to come on the WB. I know, Mm -mm. I know Nina probably knows it, but Payson got into it. And so the theme song to that show is a Gavin DeGraw song. And so she was like, really liked him and started listening to his stuff. And I saw tickets and I was like, this is perfect. Mm. We'll do this as a birthday present. Mm. But, um, he, uh, even Sean, he was like, you know, a lot of people can perform, you know, in a studio and it's fantastic. But when they get on stage, it's just, it doesn't hit the mark, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was just as good on stage as he was in any of the recordings I've ever heard him. He was real. I'd go back. I really would go see it all over again. It was really, really good. Okay. Yeah. Like for me, that concert, it was great. It's like what she was saying. As soon as the concert was done, I was like, man, he's one of the only artists that I've ever been to at a concert to where they sounded just as good or if not better than what you heard on their album. Hmm. So it was, it was cool. And he's, 
to speak towards him being, you know, uh, I guess, grounded. Mm-hmm. You know, there was one part in his performance where he starts talking about soldiers and that all of his family were in the military service. And then he comes up and cracks a joke and says, you know, it allowed me to come up here and do this silly shit for you guys. And that just, you know, I died laughing at that. And uh-huh. I was just like, I respect that. It made him like, feel very cool. human, yeah. you know, especially yeah. with my family. You know, I've got a lot of military in my family. So I've always had a lot of appreciation for the service and people who devote their lives to protecting Mm -hmm. us and so for him to get up there and once again touch on something that i could relate to i was like yeah i love you more (laughs) i love you more than i did when i got here that's awesome (laughs) yeah it was really good yeah concerts are great you get to see a different element i love it you know and um you 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 make you want to go back and discover more of their music Mm -hmm. you know absolutely Uh, so you guys been to and you, you guys been to a couple of other we concerts have, in the past. We've been to two years. Our one kids year? have yeah. been um, to a lot of concerts, which I think I'm kind of living vicariously through them. I didn't get tell, to do that tell growing me, up. Tell me about it. Yeah, we didn't. You know, <laughs> who all have, who all did you go see? I think one of the funnest concerts we've been to was Panic at the Disco when they came to New Orleans a few years back. Um, that one was okay. A, I didn't an even awesome know you went show. to that one. Yeah, that yeah. was a great show. Okay. And um, Joji was one of Joji the Joji was ones. really good. Yeah, Joji is awesome. Now, I don't really listen to Joji a lot. There's only a few songs that I like, but I, I like Joji. Definitely overall. got into it's Joji. Got some good vibe music. Because yeah. Drez just adores him, you know. So for a whole year, that's all we heard was Joji. Yeah. Which, luckily enough, we really like him. So it wasn't torture. But um, we did take him to go see Joji, which was a great show as well. Yeah. It was really Dude good. Dude can sing. He can. Yeah. He's crazy, but he can sing. He's crazy. I don't <laughs> know about little, that part. He's a little crazy. Not to look you don't know. Him. You got to oh look at where he came from. You don't. Started out on YouTube as what? Pink man? Pink guy. It's pink guy. You, yeah. Pink search guy. that and you'll you'll go down the rabbit hole on Joji. Okay. He's come a long way. Joji. He's Bro. come a whole way. You listen to Joji, Sean? I like a couple of songs. I haven't like listened, listened to him. Yeah. But like. In the same way. But the songs I've heard, I really do like. Yeah. I dug into Joji for like two or three days. And Fair let enough. it play in the background. He's got some good tracks. Some of it sounds like background music. A little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. I can't believe you don't know who Joji was before Joji. I didn't like, know. I had to be informed. I oh had no God. idea. Let me tell you something. Like, uh, Dresden, me and Dresden would joke about Pink Guy all the time before Joji was even a thing. Like, I think that's yeah. what's so cool about watching Joji's career that's, is yeah, how far he has come. Um, he kind of yeah. used to be a joke. And now he is a, an artist. And, you know, we saw him, was it Atlanta? Yeah. We went to Atlanta to see him in a smaller venue. It was fantastic. I really love smaller venues. That's my favorite concert to go to because you're not fighting people, you know. Mm-hmm. But he is now performing. He's coming. His tour just released, and he's fixing to start touring again. And they're all stadium tours now. Nice. So once again, he has leveled up in what he's doing, which is just cool to watch, you know. And he's young. He's not very old. He's still in his 20s. Yeah. So. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Dang. These young folks are just blowing up. They're putting themselves yeah. out there yeah. is what it is. And they they're have trying, so much more opportunity than we had. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Their opportunity for exposure is way bigger than, than what we had as kids. Yeah. I mean, we have that opportunity now, but. I don't want to say we missed the bus on things, but it's it just depends on what you want to do and yeah. how much time you want to. We have to do something. something where the masses are attracted to, and right now the kids, the young generation, aka the kids, control social media. Yeah. yeah, entertainment and social media. I mean, 
like the TikTok dances and, you know, like how can a kid make a, what is it, eight seconds? Mm-hmm. Eight, eight to seconds, 15 seconds. Four, four, five, six move TikTok dance, use an old song. And then now that artist who, I don't know, sitting on their couch, oh, that was have their, their, their life budgeted on their royalties or whatever they get for whatever AM radio station still plays their song. Oh, that's, you know, Stranger <laughs> and, Things. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. That she released that song in the 80s, and it got yeah. popular in the, you know, 2021. Right. And, and then, it went back to the top of the charts. Right. Like, how does that happen? And all happen? of a sudden, they're getting paid. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everyone's calling them, saying, hey, I need you to show up here and mm-hmm. perform yeah. here, and, like, I need you to go dust off your glitter suit out of the closet and put that it on and come dance, so at, dance at the casino, like... I don't know. It's it's crazy, man. It's it's crazy, and things happen like so quick. Like mm-hmm. like the kids, the youth, the new generation will just make something popular. They'll mm-hmm. take yeah. something out of the dirt, make it shiny again, and boom, there's the money flowing. And then it lasts for three months, and then it's gone. It's crazy. Yeah. It is. It's I will, crazy. I'll, I'll at least give it to that younger generation. At least they're willing. To go back and look at something in the past, mm-hmm. popularize it, you know? Right, right. Our generation were, wasn't doing that. No. Outside well, of, like, you know, music producers sampling songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's all we had was sampling. Yeah, that's true. Now it's, like, That's dances. all we have now is like, sampling. Like, even think about, okay, like, the commercials. Have y'all seen the, there's a Cheetos commercial, The Return of the Mac? Mm-hmm. You yeah. seen that? Yeah. Was that a Super Bowl commercial? The Return of the, I don't know. But I was, like... That dude didn't come out with any other song that no. at least I didn't know about. And now Cheetos and paid this guy. Picked it up. The Return of the Mac, which is a good song. I it mean, is. if you go into a throwback playlist, yeah. Return of the Mac is going to be oh, on there some somewhere. Some of those one-hit wonders from the 80s right. are still classics to me today. You but know? it's like now even the advertisers have to bring that up to appeal to... <sighs> Our older generation. Make it relevant again. <laughs> Make it relevant. You know, we're seeing all this little Snapchat, TikTok stuff, and we're like, yeah, yeah. And then something from the 90s comes up, and we're like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I'm Even buying, better if it's I'm buying that. Uh, that's because them advertisers know we're the ones who got the money right now. <laughs> yeah. It's good marketing, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Drawing the parents. Right. You get, you get the kids, too. Right. Well, that's awesome. You guys go on a lot of concerts. Um, We've went to a couple concerts, but we have some that we want to go to. But I mean, it's just it's just tough right now. So, what are y'all's what are y'all's top people that you want to go see? Well, Nina has to go see Beyonce Renaissance tour this year. She has to. Good deal. And she says as long as she's in the building. So yes, that's how I am um, too, Nina. I don't know if there's seats. The same if, I don't know if there's seats <laughs> underneath the bleachers on the very top that we can afford. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're gonna go to that one way or the other. Um, she wants to go to that. Um, I had some friends that try to go to Dave Chappelle, uh, or, or they're going to Dave Chappelle in what two weeks, three weeks in New Orleans, he in New Orleans? Orleans at the Smoothie King okay. Center. He's doing a new new stand up. Yeah. Um, probably not gonna go. I hate that we're not going to, but you know, with football season, it's um, a whole. Thing. I got a wedding coming up in mm-hmm. December. The Beyonce concert. Um, just all kinds of things. I'm, I'm, I have to weigh it all out. And, and, and I mean, I could go to Dave Chappelle, but you know, just got a lot going on. Fitting it all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
weirdly enough, try to get Taylor Swift tickets. Did you? Me too. Same, Pam. <laughs> Just to see. I did. I was going to see if I can resell I them. could not. <laughs> well, if you ever come across them, holler at me. Well. it is definitely, I'm not a diehard Taylor fan. We did go to her um, reputation. And of all the concerts that I've been to, she by far is the one who puts the most money That's what I heard. into her show. It is, she's a performer performer she really is that's what i heard um and i think this one would have been fantastic to go to too i would have loved to take our little one to this concert it's kind of a safe one mm-hmm. you know some of the ones we go to are not appropriate for his age um but taylor we could have made that happen yeah. but they did a pre-sale this year where you had to register for pre-sale stuff and if you didn't get a code you were just kind of sol yeah and so i don't i don't recall anybody local getting a code yeah, I know two people who got the code. Did they? And they got the code because they just wanted to see if they could get the code. And then all the people that they knew that were like, were taking off of work, were traveling, were hoteling it, were mm-hmm. doing this concert, they didn't get the code. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so I told him to resell his tickets to them. And he was like, nah, we're going to go check it out. I was like, well, I don't blame you. It's not a waste. <laughs> it's really not. Even yeah. if you're not, that's not your music, it's still a good night. Um, but I really, yeah, I wish we could have gotten tickets. So you're Swifty? I appreciate who she is, and I've also grown up with her. You know, oh, you yeah. have to think that when I was graduating high school, she was really getting into music and mainstream music. She went country, and then she bridged over into pop and then just completely blew up all okay. over the world. So I have a lot of respect for Taylor as a songwriter and a singer and a performer. I really love what she does for her her band, and like I think she's donated millions of dollars this year not donated but paid her people extra on top of everything because it's been such a successful show why not why not you have it she's making millions millions off of this tour why not hook up the people who are dragging all your stuff from show to show you know yeah so i really like that the human part of her is pretty cool and even with reputation when all that stuff went down where they really started talking about you know she's can be snaky can't we all though you know we all make the wrong decisions, and we all trust the wrong people sometimes. And mm-hmm. Kanye West is maybe not the person I'd be doing business with. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, Sean. <laughs> I'm not okay. saying it's I don't valid. respect it's Kanye. Valid. You know, I listened to him too growing up. He's a heck of a writer, but he's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs now. You know. Uh, yeah. A little out there. That's a whole nother conversation. It is. It really is. Uh, I mean. But he ain't out of the goat conversation, though. That's, he'll always be in the goat conversation. I agree musically, with that too. musically, I'll agree with you. Yeah, though. yeah. I, I think overall, personally, I think overall that's Little Wayne for me too, though. Like, I mean, yeah, goat. Little Wayne always be yeah, a goat. Wayne too. Is goat too. Absolutely, I have a Little Wayne week about every six weeks where I listen <laughs> to all the stuff that I grew up listening from him. Dresden will know. He's like, if I hear like gangster rap or Little Wayne, I know it's your playlist. I've stumbled onto. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Kanye conversation is holding up the conversation, but Sean here is a big Kanye fan. I'm a Kanye fan too. But, you know, I, I mean, he, yeah. he, he's he's doing some stuff off the hook, but if you had that much influence mm-hmm. and that much money and power, I think you would get to a point where you're tired of falling in line. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and I see it. So, so I I get it, and I and Hey, you do what you want when you can. Mm-hmm. And some people do what they want. Some people do what they can, you know, and everyone wants to get to the point where they do what they want. So 
whether it's Kanye or or Kid Rock shooting some Bud Lights with an AR-15 because he feels some type of way <laughs> or anybody else, like, I mean, they're doing what they want. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so, they've earned the right to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. Well, yeah, concerts. Yeah, we're trying to get to a couple in music. Um, switch it up. Um, just want to throw it back a little bit. So, for our listeners, Sean and, Whit- we've, Sean and Whitney, we've been friends for a, a long time. Yeah. Like, before our kids mm-hmm. were born and all our kids grow up together and are growing up together as friends. So Right out of high school, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of when we all Yeah. It's like we had up. it's like we had Sean and everybody started having kids. Yep. So I don't know what happened. You there. were the first Y'all trendsetting over there. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I should be proud of that or not. <laughs> well, we birthed all your friends, so there's that. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, so we had you and we're like, we need he needs friends, guys. So <laughs> need y'all Get to go home that. and um, yeah. do some planning. Um no. So so um how did we become friends? So uh, Who remembers the exact story? Well, I remember I became friends with you and Christian through mm-hmm. Wilfred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I was hanging out with him a lot back in the day, Grand Arcade days. Okay. DDR days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, that's how I ended up meeting you guys and okay. the rest is history. So it's a name I've never heard before. So Wilfred, I became friends with Wilfred. He's a Filipino guy because he was friends with George. George and Wilfred grew up together and they skateboarded together. And Wilfred, I've heard from George, he's back from the Philippines. Yes. He's here. So you've seen him? Um, I saw him probably about a year, year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a Chinese buffet, mm-hmm. and he just rolled up on me. He was like, yo, what's up, dude? I was like, oh, shit, man, I haven't seen you in years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so you know me through Wilfred. Yep. Where... Hmm. Where 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 did we all see each other the first time? I y'all came into my life um, when Gerald came started coming around because I think okay. he was living with you guys mm-hmm. in the apartments okay. um, in front of the college. I think that's where I first met at least you and Nina, um, and then Christian because he was there too. Okay. Yeah. But I knew you, Sean, before I moved out of my parents' house. I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was at the card shop. Yes. Rookies. Okay. The rookies yeah, card shop. That's where shop. I met met Sean. Okay. Actually, yeah. So the rookies card shop. So I do remember that. Yeah. Um, and I think this shop would have been cool. And I think Sean, you would have liked this shop. Um, what did y'all have there? Oh man! So Everything. originally, it started out as like um, sports memorabilia, trading cards, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Then it branched off into comic books. Then we started retailing like uh, anime, mm-hmm. things of that nature, all the anime models. Gundam Wing was very popular at the time, DBZ, things of that nature. Uh, and then he just kind of went ham and just started selling everything he could get his hands on oh, wow. just to keep the store open. So yeah. it was a fun hangout spot for us, for well, me in particular back in the day because I was working there for him. And... He was just cool enough to allow me to invite my friends and just come hang while I was actually working. working. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we were hanging out there after the store closed. Mm, so, okay. you know, we get to hang out. Um, I remember 
um, he was like one of the, he was maybe the first dude. And to be honest with you, man, I never even met your boss, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Big Nick. Every yeah. time I've been there, it was after hours. I never <laughs> seen. Sure, him. Yeah. I thought it was Sean's <laughs> store. I was like, well, you must be his deal. I don't know. Um, I think that's the first place I saw a flat screen TV. Oh, that's wow. so random! Yes. Wow, yeah, because he was like all in. He had like some. He had some cool electronics. Yeah, he was before. Yeah, before. You know, everybody you, did. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, like you didn't see these these like you. You saw the basic cut and paste stuff at Circuit City, mm-hmm. but he had like the off cool stuff. Yeah, stuff Circuit that. City. What's Circuit City? Oh man, <laughs> that's my gray hair showing. I feel. Oh, oh man, Circuit City is is kind of the predecessor Buy. for Best yeah. Buy. Um, wow, I've never yeah. heard of it before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, he had a cool stuff. So I met you there. Yep. Through Josh, George, and Will. And that was before high school. I mean, that was before I moved out during high school. And then you came, Gerald came around. When, when, when did Gerald come around? It was, we were out of high school. Um, I was probably 19 when, when we first got our first apartment. Okay. And that's, that's when he started floating around, I think. Okay. Um, and that wasn't that was rookie's time was done at that time. Yeah, rookie's was done at that time. At that yeah, time, so we were all still anymore. hanging out, and then yeah. yeah. So what what happened was is that me, you, Christian, Gerald, we all started working together. Was it doing roots? Oh yeah, yeah, the Marble Man thing. Yeah, 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 yeah culture yeah, marble. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. And okay. Because we all went through Katrina that. around that time, and oh, that's yeah, when we yeah. all got pretty close because okay. there was nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> we were just trying to fix things and like survive, and you know, being mm-hmm. nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, that's when we all. Is that how old we were? Katrina. I was nineteen. Five. Yep. I was Katrina's nineteen. Five. Yeah, it sounds about right. Dang, I was twenty, twenty-one years old. I yeah. didn't think about that. Yeah. Babies. That was nuts. Yep. I remember at that time, you, Gerald, and Christian were roofing. Mm-hmm. Y'all yes. started doing roofing and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That is yeah. when I know Gerald came into the picture and you guys as well. Y'all were all doing construction at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'd come out there and see y'all. And yeah, we were roofing houses. Um, and actually, I still have my invoice book from all the roofs we did. Okay. I looked at it oh, not too wow. long ago. Man, we were working for free, dude. We were roofing standards anyway. Well, we were roofing. We were us three were roofing houses. We were tearing off shingles, manually put it, packing them up, manually hammering them in, like whole houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were all getting paid like six, seven hundred dollars a piece for the for, whole house, just for the us whole three. completion for the everything. Okay, for but taking back it away. Then, Y'all liked I mean, that money coming in. We did, know? but man, we severely undercut mm, ourselves. I was, like, I was like, wow. I was like, if I had, man, if I had known, I know now. A little bit naive back oh. then, though. A lot of people, man, I, I see why they chose us because we were cheap. Right. You <laughs> know? And I was like, man, that was crazy. So we were working on, we were doing construction. Katrina hit. Y'all moved in an apartment mm-hmm. downtown. Well, we were in the apartment. When Katrina, it was Hurricane Katrina hit, mm. and then every you know our whole town was kind of blown away. Yeah, and we ended up um, getting a house, and then that's where everything really took off from there. 
That's when Sky got into her house was after Katrina. Oh. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But didn't didn't you have a house in Well who, who had a house over there off of the Bees Road? Was that you? Yeah, that was Skylar. That's that was, where her house is now. The house she's in now? Mm-hmm. I thought you had a house right, right down the street before that. We had the apartment. We were in an apartment for a year. Um, and about August of that year is when Hurricane Katrina hit, and our lease was up like two, three months later. And wow. so we ended up moving into the house. Okay. Okay. Yep. Wow. Memories. Mm-hmm. Old school. You remember any of that, Nina? Some of that's a blur to me. <laughs> just made it through that made it through that all right so yeah so we've known each other i guess since since our high school days and um almost 20 years right that's wild yeah it's crazy ain't it yeah we've got teenagers now about to mm-hmm. finish high school and go to college Bittersweet. yeah yeah um so so you guys how long have y'all been married we celebrate a year married um, in December this year. Yep. Wow. So uh, a year legally married, paperwork and everything. and then uh, <laughs> A year that the law is involved, right? The That's right. That's all in, I yeah. call it. Yep. The year taxes got messed up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we get, when, when are we going to get married? I'm like, you mean involve the, the government in our relationship? Yeah. 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 And yeah. that was our like, stance for a long time. You know, it was never... I never felt like we weren't complete without that piece of paper done. So we didn't really have the rush to, you know, make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But Sean and I have known each other since, uh, I think I was 17, was it? Yeah. In Ricky's? Yep. Um, I was 19 at the time, mm -hmm. whenever I first met you. You were awkward as hell. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Don't really know how to lead with that but okay <laughs> we go home in a fight thank you francis <laughs> yeah why did you say that what did you awkward what did you mean by that before. i'm so <laughs> awkward it's fine i've accepted my awkward now it's good um, nothing wrong with that that just means you care about how you're presenting yourself yeah that's all that is. I do. Too Try much to turn sometimes. stuff around. That's a crazy story. positive way to look at it that. It is, but it's true. Isn't it? Isn't it, it is. though? We're, we pay too much attention to what other people's opinions are of what we're doing or who we are. And right. as a kid, it's you feel it much Heightened. more. You feel it's yeah. a lot heavier when you're a kid. But when you get older, it's kind of like everybody's going to have those opinions anyway. So just do what makes mm, you happy. happy. Yeah. yeah. Do what you want to do. Be a good person and everything else will come out in the wash. But... Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the exact way you should live life. Is I try. You try. And I it's know. Hard. It's, it's hard. hard. It's, it's hard. You know, people are rough. Mm-hmm. Experiences are rough. Life is not easy. And that's something I tell the kids a whole lot. Like, don't expect fair from life. Mm-mm. Life is not fair. And there's going to be a lot of moments where it, it's hard. And having people you can rely on and fall back on and, you know, just vent to, that's important. Mm-hmm. Finding those that those people is everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love you guys so much, y'all's group. Y'all have literally grown up since diapers, and I just think that's such a cool thing. <laughs> I will always think that's such a cool thing because I didn't have that, you know. Yeah. I don't think any of us really had that. Mm-hmm. Not like mm-hmm. y'all, y'all do. No. I mean, our my friend, my core friends, I mean, my core friends are from elementary days. A couple of them are. And then most of the rest of them are from high school days. Mm-hmm. Um but never, I didn't have any, I don't have any, my mother or father's direct friends 
or even family that I grew up with and grown up around. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, you know, even like with yeah. my cousins, um, I didn't grow up around them. It was see them on holidays or special occasions. So, Same. you know, so to have the dynamic of, you know, our kids, your kids, all our other friends' kids to really grow up together, you know, that's new and that's awesome. Um, and I feel like it feels like we planned it this way. I mean, we really didn't, <laughs> we but didn't. right, it's just, just, it's just the way it fe- it's just it the way it it it, fo- it fell in line or falls in line or whatever. So, you know, remember me and Dresden was talking about our hypothetical children, and you said you were feeling old listening to us talk about it or something like that. Yeah, Dresden's been bringing children up a lot here lately, and I'm like, mm, don't do he that. Has. That's <laughs> odd oh, just, activity. Just thinking, just thinking <laughs> about the future. He's definitely not in the game for it, but you know, he has mentioned it a few times, and that's a bittersweet thing for me to think about too. Like, I can't, I can't wait to see them, you know, being moms and dads. Oh, but at the same time, yes, I can. <laughs> Slow down. I can't wait till they're parents. I, I can't wait to be oh, the, I can wait. the Mimi or the I'm gonna whatever wait. they choose to call me. Yeah, you wait. You really wait. Like, we're excited wait. for it. I'm gonna wait for the wait. rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> You say that it's gonna happen. Bye bye. I didn't want to. Don't have, have kids. parents late. I mean, don't have kids late. <laughs> Sorry. Don't have kids late. You get to really how, enjoy. I mean, there's there's no such thing as too late. Let me clear that statement up. There is too no, early though. There is such things <laughs> after fifty. You kind of. Well, I don't know. It, people do it. And, I know. You know. Not bashing anybody, but just plan it. Plan it. Try to anyway. Yeah, at least try to plan it. My biggest advice on that one is is get your life lined up first. Mm-hmm. Like get yourself stable yeah. and settled before you go adding people to the equation. Because yeah. it gets it's difficult when you're not prepared. It's difficult. It's mm-hmm. difficult when you are prepared. I'm not going to sugarcoat that either. It's still difficult. But if you've got your life lined up, you've got a job, you've got money coming in, you got some stability. It makes it a lot easier to raise somebody else. Right. Yeah. Really Which does. is why I think. You're crazy for having me, Dad. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it still is, Sean. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, we had you early. Undeniably. But then it was planned, wasn't it? We planned to have Sean. And it wasn't necessarily like the the best plan out there. But we just like, hey, let's just have a kid. Let's just do it. That's crazy. And then, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a Sean will solve our problems. I don't know. We just felt like doing it. Like it felt like that was the next thing to do. But it worked out. It worked out gravy. It did. It really yeah. did. You're a yeah. joy to be around. I'm glad you're here. Mm, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you got to find out like where does I'm I'm ready and. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Where do do those cross? It's just a balance, man. But now you and all your friends, all y'all's kids, all our friends' kids, y'all have great opportunity uh, and backup to do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. So much support. Yeah, so much support. It's a beautiful thing to have so many people care about you the way that y'all have. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. So you guys have a blended family. We do. It's I'm real curious on how that how that works out and what does blended family mean? So we have a yours, mine, and ours. Oh right, okay. So okay. Sean has a son from a previous relationship. I have a daughter from a previous relationship. 
and then we have a son together. Right. Mm-hmm. So your yours, mine, and ours. And um, in my opinion, it was, I don't want to say effortless, but the kids had kind of always known each other. You know, Sean and I have known each other forever. Our group of friends have been together forever. So it's like... Sean and I, you know, did our little dating back in the day. We took a good seven, eight-year gap. He had his son. I had my daughter with the relationships that we went with. Those didn't work. We found each other again, you know, created a friendship once again, and then it just kind of went from there. But um, what do you think about our story, Sean? I think you pretty much nailed it. I did, didn't I? Oh, yeah. It was... uh, as with anything, there's always going to be some sort of growing pains, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there were definitely some kinks to work out. But uh, in comparison to some of the horror stories that, you know, you normally hear about blended families coming together, ours is extremely mild in that sense. Okay. So we've been very fortunate on that front. So you, I didn't know you guys dated before. Me either. Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he's like I didn't know y'all. We didn't talk before. about it, okay? Oh, <laughs> I mean, keep Sean it on the I, hey, keep it on a download. Nobody sh- has to know. But I mean, ev- <laughs> everybody knew though. I mean, we lived together, you know. Like we were. Sean moved into the apartment with us before yeah, Katrina hit, okay, yep. okay, and yep. then moved into the house with us once we moved. So it's like we were we were always around each other. Yeah, you man, know, everything no. was kind of centered it around was a thing, but it wasn't a thing exactly <laughs> to yeah. him. But I'm mm. not, you know, let me not get into that. Mm. All about <laughs> That's a different discussion. All about hacking. Oh, <laughs> tough time, tough feelings there. Hindsight, hindsight, you know, we were young. We okay. were 19, yeah. 20, well, 21 I mean, years old. We were buck wild. Our whole everything had been destroyed by a natural disaster. So the whole world shut down. And it was, we were just not, we were both on two different pages. You know, we were, I was going through what I was going through. He was going through what he was going through. And, I don't regret any of it because I couldn't imagine my life without, you know, Dresden, his oldest, and my daughter, Payson. I just couldn't imagine them not being here. So we had to be apart for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And then Cameron kind of was the glue that came in, and, or the final pi- uh, puzzle piece is what I like to call him. He put us all together. So, so when y'all got married, what did y'all? Th- I'm sure y'all planned out how this is all going to work out. Being that you just got recently married and we're a lot older and wiser now, um, like what what made you guys decide like okay this is going to be blended and let's just go ahead and do it. Like, uh, like what were your main factors? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but hundred percent honesty, insurance, yeah. insurance, health insurance. Okay, yeah. All right, that tell was, me about that hustle. Let me know about how that how that plays. Well. Um, we were in a position where Sean's, you know, job is able to uh, offer insurance. You know, I'm self-employed, so that's always it's always been a private insurance thing for me if I'm going down that route. And I'll be honest, insurance is very expensive. It's oh, yeah. still very expensive, but insurance was the big kicker. I have always felt married to Sean when we found each other, you know, eight years ago and literally spent a whole year of just talking. I mean, literally just talking to each other. Just hanging out. Just hanging Mm -hmm. out and talking. Not even dating. Just hanging out. And it was like, man, you know, you have always kind of been it. 
you know, mm-hmm. that's the relationship that I have with him. I don't have with anybody else. It's never been as comfortable. It's never been as easy. And um, so I have felt married okay. from the get. That's cool. Yeah. And Drez even asked us one time, you know, you know, why don't y'all, you know, you're not married. Why aren't you doing that? And when we explained it to him that in our hearts, we are married. I'm not going anywhere. Dad's not going anywhere. This family is, it's united. Mm -hmm. It's not changing. There's, you know, this is what it is. He was kind of like, oh, okay. You know, Hmm. I get that. That makes sense. Okay. Um, Yeah. my, My cousin, she's getting married in December and. She's marrying her high school boyfriend or, yeah, her high school boyfriend. And, you know, they're they're very compatible. And, you know, she left them and she went in another relationship, had a child, and, and they end up coming back, you know, together. And I I was like, what, what, who made the first move to put this back together? And she says, well, one day he just came and got me. And I was like, dang, I like the way you said that. I was like, he just came and got me. Like, came and got you and your son. Like, just came and got me. And I was like, I needed, she needed somebody. And he just came and got him. And I was like, all right, dog. Welcome to the family. Right? Absolutely. That's what we do. We just go, hey, you need me to come get you? I'm coming to get you. You know what I mean? Funny story with how Sean and I came back together. Like, your wifey had had something to do with that. I don't know if she remembers all of that. But... It was, you know, Sean and I had been kicking it for a year, and he would just, you know, come over to the house, and we would just sit outside and just talk, you know. We literally just hung out. And I would tell the girls, you know, well, you know, Sean's coming over tonight, or this, that, and the other. And then the question started, well, what are y'all, what are y'all oh, doing? <laughs> what are y'all doing? And I was like, what do you mean, what are you doing? imagine dealing with that. We're not, we're not doing anything. And they, oh, okay, mm-hmm, you're not doing anything. And then I'm like, well, are we doing anything? <laughs> You know, so then I start really questioning what is what's happening here? Where am I at with this? Where is he at with this? You know, and the one night, the one night he fell asleep. He fell asleep early. I didn't get the phone call. Hey, I'm heading over. None of that. I had posted um, a meme on Facebook and it was a check mark list and it was like single taken. And the last part of it is I don't know what the F is going on. And that one was checked. And so I posted that to Facebook uh-huh. and everybody oh lost their God. mind. Like all of our friends were like, finally, and all of this. And not a word from him, not a text message from him, no calling, no even acknowledging the post on Facebook. And I'm like, what is this? You know? And uh-huh. I wake up the next morning and I'm going through text messages. And I think it was Gerald who texted me. <laughs> and he was like, yo, what's up with Whitney's post? And I was like, what are you talking about, man? I, I haven't been on Facebook. And he was like, just go look at it and get on there. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, well, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the next night when he came over, I was like, dude, he's like, I fell asleep. And I was like, okay, that's a really inconvenient night to fall asleep, but whatever. And so, like, you know, we just kind of, like, like kind of talked about it a little bit. And he mm-hmm. was like, well, do you want a date? And I, no lie, you guys, I looked at him and I was like, I guess so. Okay. And then that was it. He was like, all right, well, I'm going to go home and I give him a hug and okay, bye. And so that was it it, (laughs) for the big reunion, you know, seven years, eight years later. It was just kind of like, you want to do this? Yeah, I guess so. That's fine. I was like, let's just roll. Yeah. I mean, 
We grown at this yeah, point. Yeah, we're done. We're, there's we're no playing the games anymore dancing. at that yeah, point. There's no mind games anymore. I you know where we're at. Let me know. It's just, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But it was the peer pressure. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have pushed it if the girls hadn't have been like, mm, what's really going on? Mm. I don't know. Like what, what is really I don't going really on? know what's going on, you know? Well, yeah. thank you, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Nina, huh? Or it was partly Nina. Partly it was Nina. A, it was a little bit yeah. of everybody, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. How did your uh did your parents know about like y'all's relationships before you decided we're yeah. dating or they, they knew about it. They knew. They knew back in the day, okay. um, and they weren't in love with the idea. Um, unfortunately, back in the day, we were everybody was a little wild, and Sean was had a tendency to to be the scapegoat for a lot of of <laughs> blame. So, like, oh, okay. any craziness that fault, went down, huh? it was Sean's yep. fault, you oh, know. Okay. Well, and I'm I'm gonna be you really cannot catch honest. me being that friend. <laughs> Oh, I was a scapegoat for basically all my friends. Truly. Not make me a scapegoat. Truly. Like, once I figured out that was what was happening to me, I just played into the role. I was like, yeah, dude, just just let him. Yeah. He didn't fight it. Because, like, in my opinion, or, well, I guess in my viewpoint at that time, I was like, what's it matter? You can use me as a scapegoat as much as you want to. I know what's real. The people who are closest to me knows what's real. What's it matter? It was so it was crazy though because look, hindsight, looking back on it, a lot of the stuff he was getting blamed for, I was like, no, that was me. <laughs> that was all me. <laughs> Did you ever tell your to your parents? I that? have. I've been very honest with them about really? a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Did they flip out? No, I mean, you know, I've waited fifteen years. years. And it's like yeah. there's no point in freaking out about it now. I'll just go home. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I sat my mom down one day and just told her, told her everything. You know, I jumped mm-hmm. out the window. I stole the car. Yeah. I did this. I got a skip school, went here, just told everything. I was like, uh, it's off my chest. There's now a couple things that I've left. I've left because for what? You know, why, why uh, hash that yeah. out? Um, Still, oh, of course. You know, you're not going to tell me every, everything, but you know, for the most part, anything that they was and they were involved in yeah. or that would have affected them or did affect them or whatever. It's been, it's been really interesting to see how my parents have changed though, from the beginning of, you know, Sean being a part of my life to where we are now. Um, my parents have never been big fans of interracial relationships. Okay. And, you know, growing up in a private school that was predominantly white mm-hmm. and a church that was predominantly white mm-hmm. and family, there wasn't a lot of, you know, we, I really don't think we had any mixed kids in that time frame of my life. Okay. So, so you don't have any family that is in a in a we in a do relationship? Now. Okay. We do now. So some of my, my generation um in the family has um, you know, different ethnicities as part of their family now. But when I was growing up that was kind of rare. And so it was a it was a shock. Okay. To my mom and dad, I okay. think, you know, Sean being Filipino and mm. You know that's the best type of dudes to get with. Though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I got stuck with him, right? That's right. Put yeah. it out there. We, I went all the way back around, you know. So, yeah. um, But, you know, it wasn't. There was a lot of contention then. And so when Sean came back into my life, and at that point I had, you know, me and Payson's, my daughter's father had split. Mm-hmm. And so I was back with my mom trying to regroup, get my stuff back to my mom and dad's house. Okay. So when he came to hang out, he was coming over to my mom and dad's house, you know, and 
Sean has always been respectful. He's always been helpful, you know, and they got really used to him being there because Mm -hmm. he was there almost every night. If he wasn't there, I was hanging out at his house, you know, which was down the road. So we got to a point where, you know, I think they kind of figured that, it, you know, something else was going on. Then just, you know, they're just really good friends. Well, they, they got to figure out that everybody needs somebody. So, yes. You know, true. You Why know? not some, somebody who's been around and still around? Yeah. After after stuff has went down, you know, like. And how do I feel? How is that person making me feel? Do mm-hmm. I feel stronger and empowered with him around or is it negative? Because I came out of something very negative with another Caucasian Mm -hmm. you know it was it was a lot of strife what I came out of and so to come back with Sean and it was just easy and there was no fighting and it was just we're just friends you know Mm -hmm. getting to know each other again and so my parents just kind of like sat back a little bit and when we decided that we were gonna I think Bate decided we were going to really go full steam ahead on that one because Cameron, you know, our youngest came along (laughs) really quick out the gate. You know, it was, uh, we're dating and two months later, oh, we're building a whole family. Cool. Okay. You know, by by December, you know, it was, uh, we were moved in and we were blending. Yeah. Making it happen. You know, then Cameron came the next summer. Y'all made the Cameron uh, announcement. I was like. Ain't waste no time. No. <laughs> this is really personal, but this is very true, and this is something that I, I remind your friend, uh, Boogie, Please. all the time. Um, it only takes one time. Because it only took one time. Eight-year age, eight-year gap. One time. That's either... That can be looked at as really good luck or really <laughs> bad luck. Well, we took it and spun it to the positive no, side. There's no luck, son. It's all skill. No, there's luck. Let me go back there's to my luck. luck. <laughs> no luck. It's all skill, son. Son, no, you lying. Sean, how did your family feel about it? Um, my mom was pleasantly surprised. Okay. My dad's always just been indifferent with what's going on with my life. So really, yeah. You mean like he don't care, or he just nonchalant, or like, um. Yeah, I guess it's more nonchalant. Okay. About, you know, what's going on in my life. Okay. She's yeah. like just laid back cat. Um, not his circus. Yeah, basically. Mm. You know, if it's if it's not going to ultimately affect him directly, I don't feel like it, he puts much energy into it, really. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I can see that being a good thing. It can be a, a good thing. thing it can be a bad thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's very situational in terms of how you're going to view the reaction. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Your mom was surprised with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my mom wasn't really to me date into me, especially when I started talking to Nina. She She's like, why are you, talk, why, why are you talking to girls? And I'm like, freaking teenager. As opposed to <laughs> why talking to dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, but I don't know. I guess my mom just didn't want me to date anybody. I don't know what it was. It's she's like just a new chapter protected. of life when she started so. the she relationship. She just wasn't ready for it. Yeah, you know. Was your mom more along like the Asian tiger mom style? Um, no, not no? really. Okay, she had moments. Okay, she could be, but overall, no. Okay. Um, and the whole dating thing, I'm like, come on, mom, you married a black dude in the in the early 90s, like, yeah. 
I can date whoever yeah, I you want to date. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can go somewhere way off the map and go date somebody, and it shouldn't even matter. Like, it really shouldn't matter at all, but I don't think that was it. I was just, just dating, period. So, so your blended family's working. Mm-hmm. Everything's great. It's awesome to see y'all do that. Yeah, um, I love it, too. And make it work. And uh, Because I see a lot of people who don't make it work. Or, mm. or it's just not working for them. And people who try and one of the parties is just not, they're sour yeah. about mm-hmm. it, you know. And I, from what I see and feel from what your, your guy's situation is, there's no sourness mm-hmm. between any of it. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a beautiful thing, especially experiencing what it, you know, what I came from to where I am now. That's very fresh in my head. It's always, even though it's been eight years, you know, it's still, I went through a lot and I don't go through that anymore. You know, we have really open lines of communication and if I need something from him, he hears me, he listens. Um, He's an active participant in our family and he values his job and the role that he plays in our family is huge and not everybody has that. You know, so I don't take that for granted ever. I'm awesome. very proud of my family. Yeah, that's I awesome, really guys. I'm proud of both of y'all. Like, really. It's Appreciate awesome. It. Y'all be, I know y'all kick ass at work. I know. I know y'all do. So, like, you talk about... Um, you, you know, I can't even remember when y'all weren't together. Like, I can't remember <laughs> when y'all weren't together, but I can't remember when y'all started being together either. Like... Okay. It's kind of just... I think it was Cameron. It was Cameron. Where it was yeah. like... Like, oh, okay. But, like, yeah. I never thought deep into it. And then it's not like, it didn't catch me off guard, but I didn't know it was coming either. That's fair. It was kind of just that thing that went on in the background. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, okay. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Adults, duh. Yeah, just basically. just ate and played. Mm-hmm. Whenever we were them, it was just. And then Dresden never playing. talked about it either. No. It was just yeah. Dresden bullying me, world. so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even talk about the amount of times Dresden has apologized about how bad he was when he was younger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah y'all were talking about that a little while ago. He's got a pretty, He's still got a complex, a, bless his heart. He's yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I get on people's nerves. It's all good. <laughs> Baby, we all get on people's he just, nerves. He just knows okay. what he wants. He does. And, and he's very excited uh, about certain things. He gets very, very passionate and excited about certain things, which I hope he never loses that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sometimes it's like, okay, chill. That's enough. But for the most part, I love to see him excited about things. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys talked about the lines communication open. So with a blended family, have y'all ever had the situation where, like, you told the kid, one of your kids, you you didn't, you didn't like, they didn't like what you told them, and they, I'm going to run off to the other parent, or I'm going to go stay over here for a little while, or that's not what my other parent told me. Uh, or they said I could do it, like you know, you know, you know, the kids will try to play that. Oh yeah, manipulation. On you. Like, like how, do y'all for han- sure. how do y'all handle that? Well, I mean, it's generally if if something like that starts to pop off, it's just okay. I'm cutting the kid out. I'm talking to Whitney about it. Or okay. in the case of Dresden, I'm cutting Dresden out. I'm going to go talk to his mama about it. Okay, you know what I mean? Like there's there's no point in doing the he said she said through my child right. that I know this situation is about. Why am I going to trust his word cuz he's going to try to spin it 
as best as they can for themselves. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you, you sometimes you got to cut that game off real early on. Other times, you'll play into it a little bit, right? Yeah. Let them feel like they're getting somewhere. Let them build up a case against themselves. And that's it. That's it. I'll be honest. Keep lying, son. Come on, line number two, line number three. So I go and whoop you good after you're done. I definitely think it's the the phase that they're in, though, too, because, uh, you know, Dresden, who he is now at almost 16, he doesn't he didn't really play games. You know, he knows that that's not going to get him anywhere. He knows it's not respected from us. Mm-hmm. If he wants something, he needs to come and straight up be like, this is what needs to happen or this is what I need from y'all. How can we make that happen? Mm-hmm. And he knows that, you know, when dad says no, it's no. And if I say no, it's no. And if mom says no, then stop asking. Now, my daughter is in that phase where she's going to, you know, argue. She's going to argue about everything. She's going to try to get her way and mm-hmm. try to manipulate. And she's good at it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, It'll girls. serve her well when she gets older. She's going to be a hell of a woman if I can survive raising her. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at with that. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot right there. It is. It is a lot. <laughs> yeah, the girls are like that though. Yep. Feisty, feisty and shysty. Mm-hmm. You scare me. You scare me too. For real. Well, that's cool. Um, well, it's great to see that y'all are making it work oh, again, yes. and you know, it feels good. Yeah, it it it's great. Um, let's see what else did I have here written down. Talk about y'all's family. Uh, what's the next? Um, so I know we're we're at the beginning of the school year. I know it's kind of taken off already, and you guys got a lot going on. So Dresden's still in robotics. He yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he picked up golf. What? Yeah, he's yeah. doing golf this semester at least, and Yo. I do believe next semester he's he is joining choir. Yeah, okay. He's been yeah. pushing, kind of interested in choir, and I I went to you know choir competitions when I was growing up, so I'm all for him doing choir i think choir is amazing that's awesome so i'm excited for that too where's the golf come from school uh, well like like the interest of it oh it's pawpaw yeah he played a okay. lot with his pawpaw yeah. mm-hmm. okay yep sean you play golf i have played golf in the past i've never played with drez um i'm not good at it i just Maybe went out there recreationally i hacked up the golf course plenty of times yeah <laughs> Might have uh, misaligned some golf carts. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Right. So you plan on playing golf with him? I mean, if if the opportunity presents itself to, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's trying to be a part of the golf team? Mm-hmm. The he's going to see how it team? is. They do. And okay. they were um, actively recruiting. They really needed some more people to... To really? come out and support the to team. Make the, mm-hmm. To keep the program going. So he's um, he's going to give it a shot and see how he likes it this semester. And maybe it's something he'll stick with and maybe not. But he That's tried. That's awesome. Yeah. They, uh, is the school providing clubs? Uh, that's a good question. I don't really know. Either clubs way, ain't, clubs ain't cheap. No, no they're not, not. But either way, he's covered. Yeah, you know, okay. his already said that. Uh, yeah. Between yeah. my old golf set, like okay. he's got plenty okay. of options there. Yeah, I'd like to have some clubs to just randomly go out. There's only certain times of the year that I would even attempt to go out and play golf. It's yeah. got to be like spring when it's nice and like Early 70 spring. degrees outside. Yeah. Or yeah. I don't want to be out there sweating, yeah. knocking little balls around. Or, no, I'm yeah. not interested. <laughs> I mean, people in this neighborhood golf because we live right next to a golf course. Yeah, and I was, every time I go there, I'm like, dang, I could be golfing like right here by the house. You could. And I've never yeah. done it. Yeah. And I've never been to the clubhouse over there. Like 
we can eat lunch at the club, but I just never go. Like all these things we could have done, like around the golf course. Have you done like at least the driving range or something over like over that? here? Over here? I mean, anywhere? I mean, yeah, randomly coming okay. up, but nothing. You know, nothing significant. Once every three, four years, I nothing real that. consistent. No, there. not at all. And I'm like, you know, be interesting to get into in golf and then the choir thing you know me as in show choir yes this i'm super excited thing. i want to come see some of her stuff this year yeah i didn't really um she got into it and i didn't really know what it was about okay i was like okay show choir is your all i heard was choir mm-hmm. and all i can imagine is her standing in a, in a half half moon formation singing <laughs> you know and i'm <laughs> like well, yeah and i was like oh, we'll see but then i was like well they can't have religion in school or gospel music in school, yeah. I guess. Did you not know what show choir was? Not really. I was like, uh, okay. So then I kind of YouTubed it, and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. I didn't know, I didn't know that was a thing Yeah. in in high school. I know there was theater and dance, but I didn't know there was show choir. So I, I don't – and we were talking about this last night. Payson's in dance. Payson and Cameron are both in dance. But they're in like theater dance or something. They're in theater as well. Is yeah. that the same company? Mm-mm. Oh, no, okay, it's two okay. Because because I thought they were doing that in the same thing, and I'm like, mm. theater, dance, and show choir, Isn't the same thing. It's kind of. <laughs> I mean, they feed off each other. Absolutely. Is, is theater? Are they more singing? Or are they acting? So the theater program that she is a part of, both of the kids are a part of it, but she's the only one that's actively in a, a play right now. Like she's rehearsing for the show in September. Mm-hmm. It is, um, it's musical theater. So it's choreography, it's singing, and it's acting all rolled into one. But Sissy's been doing it for a few years now, and she's kind of gotten to the point where she is less interested in the singy show part of it and more interested in the actual acting. She wants to do, like, screen acting and, and things like that. So that's one of the things that we talked about with... Cameron and Payson both being homeschooled, I have the opportunity to fill in gaps places with, you know, there's programs from all over the world, teachers from all over the world that teach all this stuff. So there's actually private, like, voice acting classes that she's really interested in taking this year. That's awesome. Um, Cameron loves dance. He is, he's good at it. He Mm -hmm. is very expression, uh, what's the word, expressionful, expressive, there you go, expressive Mm -hmm. with dance. And so he's he's taken four hours of dance a week, um, starting next week. And then Sis is just doing the one hour of dance on Monday with her technique, and then she's got rehearsals for her play. So she's not heading to to dance yet. That's full schedule. It's a it's a big schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Four hours of dance. Yeah. At it's, that age, it's split up through like, the week though. It's not all just one night. So he's I know, got, but like yeah. He Honestly, absolutely loves it. He you know, loves an, it. Is it hour sessions? Two yeah, hours? Yeah, so he'll have a long night, which will be two hours, um, and then the rest of the nights are just an hour. Yeah, I, an hour, man. That's just the warm-up, really. I mean, if you're really into it, two-hour session, but, you yeah. know. You yeah, know, I understand for his the time age thing. range. An hour is, is yeah, yeah. Hour is the attention span. Yeah, well, time of it. Yeah, I and get not that even too. really with Cam because he wanted to do the competition team this year. We had talked mm, about yeah. it in length, but that is a 
That's a really full schedule. That's like weekend competitions and like extra practices and extra days you show up, just comp team. And then there's all the rest of the classes that you take. And with him being seven and and we just, I couldn't commit to making that happen. Understood. So we just, we sat back on comp team. We put him in all the classes he wanted to take. And then next year, if he's still really, really interested in it, then we'll put him in comp team and see how he does competing. Okay. That's awesome. You got to let us know when their shows are. Yeah, absolutely. I know we said this last time and we went to the one show, but yes, I feel like did. we missed a couple of shows we could have went to. I got to get it on my calendar. Same. I, I, That's why if when, it's not on the calendar, man, I, I don't forget about I'm it. I'm the same it's way. It's terrible. We just, just tunnel vision. You know, we, we've got everything. We've got to make sure it stays together and, you know, pops off right. So it's like all the extra sometimes is you just got to file it somewhere and you're lucky if you can figure yeah. out where you put it. You know. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Like, you have the flexibility to do all that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, like, with the homeschool stuff. You know, you have that flexibility. So, uh, anyways, what else you got, Boogie? What else do I got? Um, so, he's, uh, when did Dresden want to get into golfing? Like, is that just, like, a epiphany of his? Well, so him and uh, Popal, they have played off and on over the years um that is something that they kind of bonded doing because papa likes to play mm-hmm. and so it's golf has been something fun for him but you know never we never really heard him say hey i think i'm gonna you know sign up for golf team until he was like hey i signed up for golf team mm-hmm. and we were like oh oh wow well what's involved well i don't know <laughs> wow and I mean, there's your you teenager know your friend, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly how it sounds it exactly like how something um but We'll see how it goes. I think he's he's going to enjoy it as much as he can. And then we'll just it'll be interesting to see at the end of the year if it's something he wants to continue with or if he's like, I tried it. Not my yeah. thing. You know? He's trying it. He's trying it, yeah, and I know. love it. I think you ever, you try everything. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Just, you know. I don't, he's not the type of guy to pick up new hobbies, or at least I feel like knowing Dresden. But, I don't know. It might calm him down some. It's a, please. What do they call it? A gentleman's <laughs> sport? Yeah, <laughs> as they say, it's so, a. I don't know. Quote unquote, you know, sport. you know, Dresden only really gets hyped when he's around people that he feels safe with and he feels loved. Yeah, and that's true. Supported. Yeah. So it's like outside of that, he's really he's natural. very very reserved. He's very. I'm going to sit back and feel this out before I just you know give them who I am. Mm-hmm. So it's you know that kind of craziness is is really him being like, oh, I feel safe with you. Yeah, <laughs> I love you. I mean, I'm the same way, but Dresden's definitely more than I am, like a thousand percent. I'll be like hanging out with friends and like they'll start getting loud in public and I'll just shut down because I'm so uncomfortable with the potential of disturbing other people in public uh-huh. to the point where I I'm just understand like, that. I do. Which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a social battery thing or just like a. It's an anxiety thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's an anxiety thing. And I've gotten very comfortable with anxiety because I've had it my whole life. And as you get older, you, and that also comes into the, you know, you stop caring so much what other people, how they look at you, and you really worry about how you feel and how, uh, what makes you feel good, you know, and where you feel safe. And then you kind of gear yourself towards that environment and everything else is still spinning out there. You know, it's always there, but it's the mental, you have to choose, you know, what you allow in and what you don't. Uh-huh. And sometimes you talk yourself down off that ledge, you know. I get in social situations sometimes where I'm like, I am highly uncomfortable right now, but you got this. Yeah. Just keep moving forward. Go find your, go find your people. 
somebody's here that you're like, okay, that's my person. That's yeah. 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 You got to find somebody to make a connection with. I remember I was just hanging out with people and I don't like, I'm really good friends with two of the people in this group of people and the rest I just sort of know. Like associates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I could like match this group's energy and I could do it very easily and they'd be fine with it. But they're yeah. just so loud. It's to the point where I'm like, I don't want to like. I've been there. Yeah. yeah. Like join them in their combined loudness of having fun. The so chaos. Just kind of just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just all know each other more than I know them just because like they have Snapchat and stuff. I don't got all that. I'm guessing that, mm. you know, whenever just speculating here, whenever you were in that situation, you probably looked around first to see what everybody's reaction was to what was going mm-hmm. on, which there wasn't any real reactions, but it was okay. just like, the possibility that there could be one is uh, one that's always lingering. Interesting. With okay. Me. Okay. I feel like I can relate to you in a lot of ways because I was taught to tow a line when I was growing up. Not that I feel like that's been pushed on you by your your mom and dad because you know they're they're much more open than the you know some of the people we grew up with. Mm-hmm. But I think in your head you've never wanted to cause trouble or mm-hmm. be the reason something goes wrong or, you know, so I, I get that. Cause I grew up like that too. I just, I would keep all of my stuff to myself because they already had enough going on, you know, and I didn't want to add to anybody's burden or make a situation right. more difficult by speaking my opinion on it. You know, exactly. Yeah. As you get older though, your opinion is very valuable and you yep. will be more and more comfortable with, you know who you are matter it matters just as much as anybody else yeah and sometimes more you, sometimes sometimes you gotta let it go too yeah like, mm-hmm. hey, Absolutely. Hey, like hey, 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 hey this this is not how i'm rolling yep i don't think this is how we should roll yep you know and so, you lose people like that sometimes you know and that's that's a tough that's a tough uh moment of life is you know deciding you're going to go a different direction than people that you love mm-hmm. um but it's it's all about what makes you feel good, you know, because ultimately, like, we're born alone, we die alone. You are with you all the time. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't like who you are, if you don't like the, you know, image you're putting out in the world, or if you're doing things that don't make you feel good, it's up to you to fix that. Right. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, you got to choose for you to 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 choose to do what's more beneficial for you, and that's selecting your social circle. Deciding who you're going to hang out with, not hang out with, you know. And then your friends are going to be, you know, the the new friend thing. That's one thing we all grew up with. It's, and I got a friend who's notorious about the new friend thing. You know, hey, let's let's link up, let's link up. Well, here's a new friend walking Ooh, in the door. Do that. That's my, hey, this is <laughs> my new friend. And we, we're acting like we've known each other since yeah. Treehouse. Tell me. <laughs> you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, People nah, will switch up on you, man. The switch up. The switch up is so yeah. real. Yeah. It's so, so real. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? I was saying, don't like introduce a new person to me when we plan something together. You got to warn yeah. me, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. When y'all invite us over, I was like, I wonder if it's just person. us yeah. or if it's like a, a whole group thing. Like, well, <laughs> now it's, now we've come to learn when we do group events, we, we have to give a roster to everybody. Yeah. Uh, That's just the way it goes. I mean, not necessarily saying that yeah, I got smoke with everybody. Yeah, but, no. You know, it's just, now we're in a day of age, we're like, oh, there's sick, there's 10 people there. Well, 
I'm about to make it nine because I don't feel like it. <laughs> I mean, like the social yeah. battery thing yeah. is is real. Yeah, and, it is very real. And I and I tell people, you know, you should value your time as VIP, and it's a very cocky, arrogant thing to say sometimes. And I've been told that I sound very arrogant by saying this, but my time is super valuable. So if I decide to come and kick it with you or stop what I'm doing to help you or whatever, I'm not asking for anything in return. I'm just letting you know that it's giving you some value. And don't waste my time. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, and my like, efforts. Yeah, don't waste my efforts. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, we got kids and, you know, I could be working on something on my house or yep. There's always doing something. some schoolwork or always some, something like, to like do. anything. Like, like the project list is endless. Yeah. And... You know, but I want, I'm going to invest, I'm going to stop and invest some time and spend it with y'all or the group or we're going to go experience something new together or, you know, so with that being said, you know, for you, for you Boogie and, and, and all your friends who may be listening, you know, don't say yes to everything. Know who you, who you're going to spend time with and choose your time wisely because you guys are having this time in high school and man, it ends quick. And it's the easiest and it, and time of your life. And it's done. And then you're out here like, it's the easiest paying time the bills, <laughs> getting the invoices. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to touch on that subject. So me and Payson had this talk last week, you know, and I've told her, you know, becoming a teenager when she just has is, is one of the roughest part of adolescence. Everything's changing, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally. All the things are changing at that time. You're you're in between being a little kid and, and, a, and a grown up, you know. So it's really difficult. But then I was telling her about high school and how, in the grand scheme of things, high school really is the easiest chunk of your life because you don't you don't have the bills. You don't have to have a job to pay your way. You don't have to worry about keeping a roof over your head or food on your plate. You don't. Now, there are children that do. That's the whole subside. It's so sad. sad. But, you know, you live in a household where you're taken care of, you know, pretty completely for the most part. So what you're doing, your job is school. Your job is making sure you're learning your what you need to learn. You're showing up for your tests. You're doing your very best. And you're learning how to take care of yourself, you know, personal hygiene. How important is sleep? How important is mental health? Those things right now is this is your time frame to figure this out. Once you graduate, once you get out of high school and you move on to college, responsibilities kick in. You're responsible for yourself a lot more completely than you ever have been in your life. Then bills start popping up and you've got, you've just got more to worry about. And so yes, being a teenager is, is a very difficult part of life, but it's also one of the easiest chunks because like I said, once you start moving up in the world, whether it's you go to a trade school and get a job or you go to school, college full time, you're responsible for yourself at that point. Mm -hmm. And that's heavy. It's really heavy. So I was going to say, like, this is the easiest part of life. I think it's time for me to tap out, y'all. No, sir. (laughs) Payson said that she's like, wait a minute. You just said that this was the hardest part of life. And I'm like, it's tricky. Okay. It's really tricky. It just depends on perspective. It does. It It does. does. But, you know, life can be hard later. If you let it get that way. Let it be hard later. Right. So, so 
we as parents apply pressure now. So it doesn't have to be hard later. So it doesn't have to be hard later. Or so it doesn't seem as hard later. Yeah, it's going to be hard later. I was going to say, it's not promised to be easy, though. That that fairness and that, you know, I'm going to get everything I deserve. That's not always how life works. And it's not because you do something wrong. Sometimes it's literally just the way things work. You didn't get the scholarship or you didn't get the job or you couldn't get the interview, you know. Mm-hmm. Those things happen, and it's not because you messed up. It's not because you failed. It's just the way things happen, you mm-hmm. know? And it, so, like, that no expectations of don't go in, and I hate telling the kids to, like, have no expectations because I feel like expectations are important in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. don't expect the world to hand you anything. Don't expect it to always be fair. Don't expect to not have to work for everything you got because that is the life we live today. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. So with all that being said, when y'all what's your age on kicking the kids out of the house? I'm not. And we <laughs> no, had this conversation not. yesterday. <laughs> you know? We don't have an age either, but we have a I thought I had an age. It's not an age. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a, it's a, I'm like it's a status thing. Twenty, I'm out of here. Like that's it. It's it's, up. it's like, all right, come on, what you gonna do? As long as you're doing as long as you're working towards something. And that's it. That's my standard. I'm gonna support you. Yep. But I ain't gonna support you forever. No. Nope. And I ain't raising your kids. I'll watch them, but I ain't raising them. So I don't got no kids to. I'm not okay. Kids well, to when you do, we'll reference this conversation. I stood on that hill, Sean. I really <laughs> did. I stood on that hill and said, that's just not for me. And then Naya was born and I was like, ooh, I like her. I think I can no, be good I, at this. I love kids. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> You're going to be your a mom, great uncle. Your mom said she didn't want to have kids. Your mom didn't want to have kids. I can thousand percent believe that <laughs> yeah. and she saw how good i was with kids uh, <laughs> wait did you not like kids it's a lot she didn't mm-hmm. want the responsibility she says mm-hmm. it's you you were fully responsible for not only yourself at that point but for making sure that this little bitty thing that's completely helpless stays alive stays fed mm-hmm. stays well yeah is in good hands at all times, then it's education and making the right choice. It's a lot. Yeah. It really is a lot. It's a lot. It's a long commitment. I wouldn't trade it for the world. But it's all good, though. But you don't have to. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. I wouldn't either. But you don't have to think about that now, Sean. Just think about making it easy. Working hard now and making it easier for yourself. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Your job is school. Y'all are on the right path. All y'all on the right path. Because the path that you guys are on, you, Dresden, Naya, all of y'all, Payson, everybody, Y'all are doing, in my eyes, or in my experience, y'all are doing more at your age than what I was doing at that age. At Mm, that age, I was going to school and doing the bare minimum. I was not part of any extracurricular program besides band of two years in high school, which I had such a sheltered life that the band was like, the band was like gold P.E., to me, <laughs> you know, like plat- <laughs> platinum, platinum level VIP PE, awesome. and you know, and I didn't have anything else. And it's like y'all have these programs, out of school programs. Um, y'all are taking these tests. Um, y'all are just do all, all the things that you guys are involved in, and have the option to be involved in, mm-hmm. and have the support system that you have. Is a totally different experience. Literally, we're all working to set y'all up to be successful. 
That's our job now. So you guys can be successful enough to start paying for our bills. Yes. Very well put. Very, very well. He was like, if he's like, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I feel like once I go to school, you know, I'm going to end up coming back. And I was like, okay. You know, my dream for them is to make it out of college with as little debt as possible. I would mm, love for yes. them to hit the ground, you know, running with no debt to their names mm-hmm. so that now they've got, you know, a, a degree and they've got a direction and they've got the education to back them up. Now mm-hmm. go live, go make it happen. And mm-hmm. if you stay with me for a while while you just put that bankroll back, so not only are you going out of college with no debt, but you've actually got a savings or you've got the ability to, to go ahead and get an apartment or to get a vehicle if that's what you need. Mm-hmm. I feel I am 100% good with that. I think it's you know still my duty as a parent to give that to them if we can. But I'm like you. You're not going to be 22 years old sitting in my house playing video games all day, eating my food, mm-hmm. not having a job, not going to school, not doing anything. You have to do something productive. And as long as you're doing that, my door is always open. Absolutely. Right. I agree with that. You know, a lot of parents are quick to, a lot of parents, sadly, they're in a situation where they're counting down to 18 Mm -hmm. to where they're, they don't have to take care of the kid. They're like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you need to go out and, you know, parents like you old enough, go get a job and go get your own place. Cause I can't do it no more. And then the kid goes out and starts the whole cycle over again. You know, and that ultimately in the end doesn't help the whole family out, mm-hmm. whole no. family unit, because then they're all. Everybody's in the same boat. Yeah, and then they're all asking each other for help. and it, Nobody has. There's it. more dire situations more yeah. commonly all the time. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like someone gets an offender bender and the whole family, you know, it, it affects everyone. Yeah, without the car down. Yeah, you know, and the and whole family like, lost and, their car. And, you know, and, and I know people are in situations and. They need family, and it's great to have that. But, you know, we have to do everything we can to okay. try to avoid those type of problems because, you know, having the lights turn off ain't fun. Yeah. Not having, the, having running having water. To go, yeah, having the water turn off. Not having food. Ain't fun. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- needing food and having your friend's dad bring you food because you haven't eaten in two days is not fun. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want the kids to ever experience anything like that. Yeah. You know, not necessarily. I want them to know it's possible. Yeah. I want them to know that making the right choices matter for that reason, you mm-hmm. know, and trying to set yourself up for success way down the road, not just in a couple of years, but way down the road. What does the end, end game look like? You know, because mm-hmm. you can go into it with the best of intentions and still end up completely broke. Yeah. And you, you can know, derail. You can. I mean, derail happens, but it's about like recovery. Yeah, mm-hmm. the derail. It's about okay. It's bad right now. What can I do? Who can I rely on? Right. Who can I go to and confide in and ask yeah. for some real heart to heart advice? Yeah. And who, and who's really going to tell me something that is out here to really benefit me? Yeah. Not just give me a blanket answer or platitudes. Fu- yeah, yeah. Or like I'll give you this, but you gotta pay me this back or something. Or like, even just throw money at it. You know, like you know, we'll hear, you know, take care of that without, you know, how did you get here? And right. how do we make sure that doesn't happen again? Yeah. You know, yeah. learning the lessons of the failures. 
every failure is a lesson. You can learn from all of it. Yeah. But if you don't have that perspective of, you know, instead of being like, oh, okay, that really sucks that I went through that, but I know how I got there and I know how to not to get back in that situation in regards to life's not fair. Mm-hmm. Life hates me. I just, nothing ever works out for me. You know, that mindset. pessimistic mindset and it's all it it'll is. destroy you. We got to build a mindset into the, into the kids. I, I think they have it. I think they do too. They got it. Just I see it all the time. Done. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> y'all got it already, man. When y'all go home and come home and do your homework, I was like, man, look at that mindset going off. When y'all want to yeah. sit down and actually conversate with us, like that's something you're interested in doing. When you come and pick mom out and say, hey, can we talk? That's that's something, you know. I it's couldn't do fun. that. It absolutely. Yeah, but that's is that that is not typical, baby. It's really not. Yeah. A lot of parent, a lot of kids can't talk to their parents yeah. at all. Yeah, but that's not by that's not always by choice. Yeah, I get that. Uh, no, even, it's not by choice. Yeah. But even situationally, you know, they choose not to talk to their parents because it doesn't. They there's no benefit there. Exactly. Yeah, imagine being in that situation though. That's heartbreaking, dude. Yeah, yeah, I that's agree. that's devastating. Yeah. To a kid yeah, to not be able to have a confide yeah. in their own parent to say, "Hey, this is what's on my mind. And I need you to walk me walk me through this or talk me through this." I mean, I know people like that. I do too. It's terrible, man. I do so too. So, what do you, what do you do? You recommend any to them? Like, like what to do? Yeah, like I really don't even know what to ask. Like, what do you do about that? Just, just gotta push. see it and just roll, huh? Just gotta push. Yeah, I see that too. We can't save everybody. Dang, that's that's tough, man. A lot of it too is, you know, especially towards the end of high school, those last few years where like, you know, you understand so much more of what your circumstances are and, you know, what things have transpired that really shouldn't have gone down that way or the situation you're in that it really sucks that at that age you're in it. It's, it's the push. It's, you can't fix your circumstances right now but Mm -hmm. you can aim for you know let me really shoot for this scholarship let me get that and let me get out of here let me get out of this situation that i'm in Mm -hmm. and continue to build forward from that point of who you want to be Mm -hmm. you can create the life that you want even if you come from nothing even if you never had the support you can still do it it's just a lot harder and it's a lot lonelier and i think a lot of those kids pull on their friends a lot yeah but when they win, it's a lot more rewarding. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! Yeah. It is because some some kids got it made. They just don't know. Yeah, like they they just normal to them, and one thing happens, and it's like, Plop oh my balloon. goodness, mm-hmm. this the world is falling apart, and I just can't believe. And you know, <laughs> kids are upset over things that other kids are like, oh, I'll, I'll I wish that out. was my problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wish that was the extent of what I go through. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! One of my one of me and my friends' favorite images is just just the thing that says suffer. It's just suffering builds character, and it's just the endless loop of suffering builds character. I mean, it does. That's my life's not fair motto. I mean, it is so true. Like, life is not fair. There are some beautiful moments of life, and you got to like grab them and hold on to them and mm-hmm. and make them count um, because life is brutal, man. Yeah. It really is brutal it sometimes. Is. And especially when you're doing all the right things and it's still brutal. It, that's, it's tough. Yeah. No one, no one's out here rooting for you except the ones that are really close to you. Or mostly yourself. You got to root for yourself. Yeah, it's really, it's really just yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, man, it was great having y'all. 
Yeah, this was fun. Um, we got to get Drez in here. I want to so bad. Um, so much more I would so talk we're about. missing you tonight, Drez. Um, and big plans. Y'all got any big plans coming up? I know we're we got football season here. Everything's kicking off. Like yeah. everything's fixing to really kick yeah. off, and so we're just gonna nose down and. I guess, just the do one, it. I guess the one thing that we're really looking forward to is my brother and uh, oh, yeah. his wife are coming down next month. Okay. Yeah. Because you went up there and visited them. We yeah. did last year. Yeah, I last remember year. that. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, we're going nice. to force this exchange to happen by making okay. the first move going up. Haven't and, been home so. in 13 years. Yeah. They have not wow. been home in 13 years. Yeah. Have they seen your parents in that? Nope. Have not seen my mom and is dad that, since that, that, that time Is that a sensitive um, reunion? Uh no, no no they're they, excited that they're coming down absolutely wow. yeah yeah okay cool. I mean my you know my dad being military and leaving the Philippines you know kind of he doesn't have any room to talk for him not coming down to visit mm-hmm. so you, I think I that's mean, where it's right. at yeah yeah <laughs> that's awesome uh, how long are they coming uh, here for a whole week whole week yeah, yeah. and when's that Monday through Saturday in September I think it's September like eleventh oh, or twelfth like, that's yeah. like in two weeks, weeks. Yeah. yeah it's coming up jeez. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They staying with y'all or stay in a hotel? They or? aren't. They actually rented an Airbnb. They're bringing their pups with them. So. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So what do y'all have planned for that time? Hanging out as much as possible. Yeah, we take, both uh, took almost the whole week off. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, they got some things they want to do. Run to New Orleans. You know, go see some things over there. Do a couple okay. dinners. eat all the things. Yeah. A lot of eating. A lot of eating down here. Yeah. I got a yeah. few things I, I cook for them as well. And my mom wants to. Show Whitney and uh, Amy how to make pandasol. Uh, I'm going to steal okay. Amy when yeah. she's down and get in the kitchen with mom and have her teach us some of that stuff. So so, so I'm assuming Amy is not Filipino? No. She's, okay. She's white like me. Okay. Well, <laughs> mom's excited about that then. Yeah. Mom's um, is, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Well, I'm sure your brother might be excited about that too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I'm about to have a new dish any... being served up. <laughs> Man, we talk about it all the time, you know? Uh it's been so long since he he's had any of my mom's cooking. You know what Dang, I mean? Thirteen years, man. Yeah, I'm not seeing your mom. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of crazy. Yeah, to think that's about. wild. Yeah. Well, let's see, Sean. That's when that's when life happens. Yeah, really. You know, and you hanging on. Yeah. Hey, my brother you went know? up to St. Louis for college. Uh, never and came. Never came back. <laughs> he went up there for college, did college, and then found a wife. Ain't been back since. So yeah. <laughs> I can't fault I'm, I'm going to be like without the wife thing. I'm just going to. That's why I don't want to go to college far because I'm going to be gone. I'm probably never going to come back. Hey, I'm just going to drown whoa, work. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Me personally, you I'm can't like be dropping them heat rocks on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, God, I'll never come back. I'm like, hey, no do, do what you got to do, son. Do what you got to hey, do. Hey, my hope for you is you go and have adventures, man. Like, go see the world. Go find, <laughs> go find more. You know. Yeah. And we'll come visit, man. Like, don't trip. You yeah. don't have to come home for home to come to you. We'll come visit as long as it's not the Bermuda yeah. Triangle. Right. I'm not trying to go there. I heard about this. <laughs> so what you're saying is you, you're going to go establish camp off the grid somewhere. And I have this massive um, estate that we all yes. can come visit you at. That's, one, that's totally that's what I heard. Fire. That's what I heard. So we don't have to rent an Airbnb. I'm here for <laughs> it. <You know? laughs> We're at the Airbnb that's unrentable. They ain't even on the on the right. list. I'm down <laughs> for that. All right, so your brother's coming down. Yep. Any, anything else going on? That's the kids' the stuff. One. We got all the kids getting all their stuff going. I'm sure, it, you know, fall is one of those. Everybody's got a birthday. Mm-hmm. At fall festival every week. It's in February, babies. Yep, it is. <laughs> so 
Lots of that. The Valentine's Day babies. Golly. Thanksgiving <laughs> a couple months. And then Christmas will be here. And then yeah. it'll be 2024. This year's mm. gone by quick, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we're trying to wrap it up, but I, I haven't even got on here and talked about. We talked about what we were going to do this summer. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't talked about what we did this summer. So the whole beach house thing, um, you know, Sean had a 16th birthday and we went and did uh, Orange Beach, mm-hmm. no, Gulf Shores. I don't know, Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, whatever. We did that, Pretty but it sure was Gulf Shores. Yeah, Gulf Shores. And it was one night. Um, go there, go to the beach. Man, that happened so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was so drained after. Yep, that's that sun. I was just like, man. I can't. We can't do it that short anymore. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, guys. If you <laughs> one night, one night beach trips, nah. No, we do. I'm too old for that. At least three nights usually. It's three full, three full yeah. days and nights that we're there. That's what we need. Gives us time to enjoy it, days, and then though. like go to the pool, and then go back to the beach if yeah. you want to. Go grab some food around the corner and. There's a lot to do in that area. I really love the Perdido Key area. That's my favorite spot to go. And yeah, a so, good three four days is is a good time. So that's what we got coming up collectively yeah. as a group. And it's uh, been a minute since we've. I done know all we that. committed to it. We we committed to it, but I know we did it once before. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it's time to put in um and do it. I mean, we were looking Next as soon year. as we got back. Yeah, <laughs> we were looking so, at Airbnbs that would fit all of us. Let's start. Let's start materializing that with down. some dates I'm down. and and things and um and we got know. a lot of summer birthdays between sean payson cameron braylon she's yeah. in july well the thing is is you know i know sean and dresden are up there but we only we only have two more summers with our kids i know yeah and then they're gonna be like i tell myself hot boy, that every hot girl summer. summer by themselves somewhere <laughs> you know <laughs> no, no, no. sounds like no i'm not no i'm not yeah i'm stuck in the house again <laughs> So, yeah, we got to do that. All right. Well, I ask everyone, um, who would y'all like to have on the podcast? Mm. I'd love to get Sissy on. I'd love to to let her experience how this is. She's very interested in it, and she wants to go to I think it'd be really cool to get all the kids. That'd be a lot, but I think it'd be cool to get, you know, uh, the majority of them to sit down and, and kind of talk amongst themselves. See what I imagine all kinds of stuff would come yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. What about you, Sean? People have on the podcast. Um, it's kind of... I've I've had, like, everyone I want on here. Okay. I'm trying to think. I do want Dresden again. I think... Hmm. Have you had Caleb like I want to do, do this again, but... With Dresden here, yeah. Also, absolutely, I'm down. I know I've uh, I've kind of tossed an idea around with Dresden in terms yeah. of a podcast theme to go and like because I want to pick yours and his brain specifically about a few different things. Please so, do, oh, please yeah. do. Let's do that ASAP. Okay, <laughs> like ASAP, ASAP. We can get that set up. Yeah, like ASAP. Okay, like next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear some heat, you know what I mean? And I'm There's like, a lot of, because some people so are like, I want to be on there. Then I'm like, all right, what you want to do when you want to do it? Well, I don't know what I would say, but I do would like to be on there. I'm like, nah, <laughs> but see, yeah. Sean already has got, he's got a, a game yeah, plan. I, I have an idea. Up. Like I, 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 there's just things that I'm curious about what you guys 
opinion is. Please. You know, I'm in, very in terms reactive. Of, okay. You can really say anything. Yeah. I'll give you something back. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get it structured down. We'll, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Is it be him and Drez, or is there going to be another one, him, third party? Drez. I mean, anybody. Honestly, else it's just, open just, to anybody because I'm curious about where they where they see things. You know, uh, I love talking. The, the questions that I have are going to be very viewpoint oriented. Maybe maybe put an eye in there. Sure. And sure. Just let y'all. I'll just be a sub. I'll just be a spectator. Okay. Y'all can, y'all can <laughs> run it, man. For real. All right. Well, guys, it was great having y'all. Um. And great stuff. Proud of all y'all. I'm proud of y'all too. Thanks yeah. for sharing too. Y'all story and uh, y'all keep pushing. That's, That's what we all did here is the pushing. Push and push. That's all I ever do is push. That's it. Push and push and win. Try and not die. Growing up is fun, man. Yeah. So much yeah. fun. <laughs> well, we got it. All right. Well, Sean, you got anything? Mm. We're outie. Well, yeah, I guess we're outie. We're mm. outie. Have, everybody have a great week. Tomorrow is the Grateful Monday. That's not grateful. Yeah, it's a wonderful Monday tomorrow. I'm oh. off, so <laughs> I'll have fun at work. Y'all too positive for me, yeah. man. Hey, it is what it is, man. I'm not dreading it. When you wake it's up to see a Monday, you woke up, so yeah. you got to be grateful. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, for everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. And uh, thank you, Sean and Whitney, for coming through and blessing us with your presence. And uh, looking forward to the next one, especially what you got, Big Sean, Appreciate with these it. kids, man. I'm really interested. I'm intrigued now. And um, all y'all, thanks for sticking around, listening. Uh, this is the Southern Sod po- Sods. This is there. You go. This is the Southern Sauce Podcast. See y'all on the next one.